So you've been wanting to research companies, uh, but you don't necessarily have the time to do it yourself, or you don't know how to do it yourself. Um, in this series of videos, I'm going to be going step by step through my entire process from beginning to end on how I find companies, what I look for when I do my initial research on the companies. If they pass my initial research, how do I value and evaluate them after reading their financial statement? I will go step by step, including valuations when we get to that point in how to evaluate companies. My name is Jason Rivera and welcome to Value Investing Journey Case Studies. Hey, Jason here. In this video, uh, probably what will be the final video of the Filipino case study series, um, I'm going to highlight the third and final Filipino company I added to my watch list after going through all 44 Filipino ADRs. Uh, this one is JG Summit Holdings Inc. ADR JGSMY is the ticker. All right. We didn't go over the preliminary analysis of this one, so I'm just going to go through things uh, relatively quick here, and I'll make note of where things are great, where they're not, um, and tell you at the end what my kind of decision thing making is in this process. So, uh, boy one, fine, don't really care about that again. I like smaller companies, but this is an AT ADR company, so um, more obscure in the United States, so that's fine. This meets my criteria of over 10%. This meets my criteria of over 10% on a consistent basis. So that's fantastic. This is not really a big deal. Um, it's not a huge jump, large decline, doesn't really matter. Uh, for some reason on Morningstar, they don't calculate the book value. And again, on a preliminary analysis, I'm not going to calculate the book value. Um, This is underneath my criteria of 10% on a consistent basis, or this is underneath my criteria of underneath 10% on a consistent basis. This again is just in relation to this to see that there's debt. This is way under 5% on a consistent basis, which is what I look for. Um, this is typically a concern. In this case, not necessarily a gigantic one because this company is a diversified conglomerate. So as they've acquired more businesses um, and diversified their, their holding companies more, the structured like holding company, um, this company, then of course this is going to rise. Normally this would steer me away pretty much no matter what, um, but again, this is a diversified conglomerate holding company structure. So this, I mean, until we get into the details of the company, um, which isn't going to happen at this point, I'll, which I'll tell you why in a little bit, this doesn't really mean too much at this point. This is where we get, so everything's over here kind of average to, yeah, pretty much average. Um, some things are good, like up here, some things don't really matter much, and then there's some things down here that <coughs> don't fit my criteria. Here's where we get to the major problem issues. This company is massively overvalued on a relative basis. 18.8, .8. again, I look for anything under eight here. And this is 304. Um, never seen a number that high, that's insanity. 
um, again, they're a diversified holding company, so they're reinvesting a lot of their free cash flow. So this isn't necessarily a true representation of the company. But again, that's just insane. Which leads to incredibly low earnings yields. Um, um, and there's some notes down here. Cash makes up. 11.6 um, of the balance sheet, short-term and long-term debt make up 40% of the trailing 12-month balance sheet, so they're in a net debt position. And they've experienced a huge drop in the uh, FCF to sales percentage in recent years, again, as they've acquired more companies, um, as they've diversified their uh, holding company structure into new arenas, they've reinvested the money, so their free cash flow has gone down. They've used that money to reinvest in their businesses, grow their businesses, help them become more efficient, blah, 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 which is why this is higher. Up here. Then the trailing 12-month period, same kind of thing. Um, but in general, this company is just kind of okay. So why am I even talking about this company? Normally, I wouldn't talk about this company, a company like this at all. I just kind of discard it and go from there. The reason I'm talking about this company is because of its founder, John Gokong Wei. He, I don't know if he calls himself this, but um, people in the Philippines, and this is where, the, again, the company is based in the Philippines, it calls him the Filipino uh, Warren Buffett. Um, I've read a ton about him. Since learning about him and his company, JG Summit Holdings, he seems like a genuinely good guy um, who is focused. He built his company, as far as I know, from scratch to being a multi-billion dollar multinational company out of the Philippines. Um, and if you can do that, uh, I highly admire your judgment and your ability as a manager. So that is honestly the main reason I'm following this company. However, there is a caveat. He, I believe, is now is in his 80s. So he's passed off the kind of day-to-day -day operations to, if I remember correctly, his kids, um, sons, daughters, and if I remember correctly, again, um, family or family member in-laws, I guess, his kids' spouses. Um, I think some of them run some of the things as well. So unlike Buffett, He's a big believer in having family run a giant portion of his operations. When Buffett dies, his son is pretty much going to be not necessarily a figurehead um, of Berkshire Hathaway, but um, he's mostly there. He's mostly going to be make sure the culture stays the same of Berkshire Hathaway. The values stay the same, those kind of things. He actually is it to, as of this point, not going to be running the day-to-day -day operations of Berkshire Hathaway, any of the day-to-day -day operations of Ber Berkshire Hathaway. John Gokong Wai, or Wei, um, again, is the complete opposite. He has his family members. I think his son runs one of his business operations. His daughter runs one of the business op operations as just two examples. So... He was a master capital allocator. It's too early to tell, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. If his kids are excellent capital allocators, I have no doubt they're competent. I have no doubt he's trained them to run businesses. I have no doubt they have great business minds. But when it comes to capital allocation, it's one of the most important things managers can do. And frankly, 99% of managers suck at it. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if they're not very good at it.
<clears throat> so that is the main reason I am watching this company because of John Gokong Wai. Um, again, John Gokong Wai, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, Wai or Wai at the end. But normally this kind of company would just be completely off my radar because they're just kind of eh. But again, because of the excellent capital allocation in the past, this guy grew this company from nothing to billions of dollars, uh, nothing to being a, I don't know if it's necessarily a worldwide company, but a, a regional company down in, in Southeast Asia um, and uh, other parts of Asia. And I think, I'm not sure if the Middle East is part of that or not. Um, but if you can do that kind of stuff, you know what you're doing. So that again is the main reason I'm watching this company. Uh, and that's, I mean, other than that, there's not really much else spectacular. Let's see where they operate. Asia, Australia, Middle East, and Middle East. Yeah, um, um, so yeah, here's a decent profile of them. Uh, but yeah, again, that's the main kind of thing. There's possible competitive advantages in these arenas. Uh, same thing here, possible competitive advantages. Uh, so those are some other reasons why, but the main reason again is because of its founding. I can't remember if he's founder or not. Um, the member who built this company up, I believe who is the founder, John Go Kong Wai, um, again, mainly due to his past capital allocation, even though it is of note that he's passed on most of the operations of the company to his, uh, second generation kids and stuff like that. So, um, but I will keep an eye on all of these companies and let you know if and when I do further research on them. But for now, it's on to the next um, arena, which at this point is looking like Australia. Could be another um, Southeast Asian country. Not really sure at this point. Um, but at, at this point, it looks like the next case study series might be on Australian companies. So if you know of any Australian companies um, that you think we should take a look at, I'm going to look at specifically ADRs again, no, um, because I want to be able to invest in the more obscure asset. Um, then let me know in the comments below. Make sure to check out our other case study videos on um, the Philippine Stock Exchange and uh, San Miguel Corp in the Philippines that I both were highlighted and thought were fantastic. Um, are there case studies, videos on how I find companies to research? Our uh, other series, Value Investing Journey in Your Car, episodes where we talk about mental models and book reviews and learning and all sorts of stuff, value investing finance related. Um, check out our free trainings we've been releasing on Fridays, free training Fridays. Um, where we do these kind of videos, but more in depth talks about these videos or about the preliminary analysis steps on each company, um, stuff like that. Um, we got a ton of videos on all sorts of different topics, basic all the way to intermediate and advanced level topics and a uh, ton of learning um, for you in these, a uh, ton of examples, ton of real world examples like this um, from you to learn from. Make sure to subscribe if you are watching on YouTube and hit the bell. Um, so you're notified any time we release a new video because again, this series, this case study series, this long going case study series will be 
a long-term ongoing case study um, where we are hoping to find companies to invest in um, around the world. We're going to look at all around the world for companies to potentially invest in and members of the value investing journey training vault which you can get now for uh we're releasing to 100 people the first 100 people to sign up for that we'll get it for 49 dollars a month for life uh you'll get these videos and uh, at this point 159 other videos which are easily worth uh 20 to 40 thousand dollars by themselves in terms of training content information um you can get for as low as 49 dollars a month and you will get these Excuse me. You will get these kind of trading videos first. Um, so if we find a company, for example, that we want to invest, potentially invest in and do more research on, you will know about it sometimes weeks in advance of other people. Um, you get that exclusively in the Value Investing Journey Training Vault. Um, and again, thanks for watching. And if you have any Australian companies um, that you think we should take a look at, let us know. Uh, until next time, we will see you in the next case study series of videos. Thanks for watching.